You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, go ahead and get it. Hey, it's our Saturday morning get-together, and it's a pleasure to be here. Today, we have an exciting show. You know, every show we do is exciting, but this one is actually special. Mark Silverman is going to join us from Young Steel's Motors, and we're going to talk about the impact that the chip, uh, what do you call it, um, lack of chips, is affecting the uh, car repair industry. Summit Kapoor, also from Young Steel's, is going to talk about their lack of product and all the new product that they do have in stock because these guys have been buying cars left, right, and center. So, in other words, you got the service department covered, you got the sales department covered. Yes, exactly right. All right. um, And we have a racy guest on. Yep. Norris McDonald is going to talk about uh, electric car racing and the effect of electric cars on the industry. It's going to be a fascinating show. Really interesting stuff. Yeah. What about, uh, so they call that Formula E, is that right? Well, there's Formula E, and there's an off-road series coming, and uh, a lot of this stuff, um, even NASCAR is now talking about racing electric cars in the future. So gas cars are on the way out, uh, the horses on the way out, and the buggies are on the way in. Well, you, you'll get a cottage up north. Do you ever see a horse and buggy go by up there? No, actually, I don't. But we were down in, in Pennsylvania and uh, Amish country, and they still use, you know, four or five... Uh, teams of uh, four or five horses in a team and they plow their fields and do their thing they're they're back in the 19th century yeah but when you get a road apple on the road you have to pull a yellow flag because you know it, it you know the car couldn't handle that it would it would cause a you know it would cause a a spin out for sure you know, I, I'm just thinking about it. So when I was a kid, yeah. we used to have the milkman come by with the horse, and the horse knew the route. So the milkman would get out of the out of the out of the uh, carriage, yeah. and the horse would go down and wait at the next house, and he'd walk and do his route and come back. And then the road apples, my my parents would save that stuff for their for their plants. Get out of the, here. You know, they used to the women used to fight over the road apples because uh, it was fertilizer. No poop, seriously. Yeah, no poop. <laughs> I, <laughs> I never see my, that in my life. Seriously. My mom used to raise roses, and um, I had a friend with a farm. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm driving a Fiero. So what does a Fiero have? It has a trunk in the front, and it has a trunk in the back. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, I'm loaded up with all these road apples in these bags, in the front trunk and the back trunk, and some in the front seat. And I said to her, you know, if I have an accident, I'll never talk to you again. Really? Did it? <laughs> I wonder, did it affect the smell of the roses, though? Uh, I don't know what it does, but it's fantastic fertilizer. It really is. Really? It really is. Great stuff. So let's... <laughs> we're a little off topic, but anyways... Well, you know what? We always like to shoot the stuff all the time anyways, you know. So uh, this is par for the course. 
Islands, and I'm just watching the Formula One race, uh-huh. and Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Valerie Bottas. That's the uh, three in the front row, and uh, it's going to be a great what? event. It's coming out of Spain, and we got to go, so uh, better take us out of here. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to have Norris McDonald after the break. Later on in the show, Mark Silverman and Summit Kapoor. This is going to be an electrifying show, and uh, that sounds like that is going to be our center of attention here. So we'll be back right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Alan Gelman, of course, and on the phone we have Norris McDonald. We have Dave standing by as well. You know, uh, over the last few years, last last couple of months, I should say, uh, manufacturers have talked about all going electric within the next 10 or 15 years. In other words, there will not be any internal combustion engines being offered in any of their vehicles. I guess with that, the car racing world had to change as well. Norris McDonald, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Alan. How are you? I'm doing great. So, so Dave's watching Formula One on the television at home with his, his <clears> feet <throat> up on a <the> desk. <laughs> but Formula E, what is that? Well, the cars look like Formula One cars. They look like Indy cars. They're open wheel, uh, semi-open cockpit. You know, they've got a what they call a halo protector now yep. that, uh, that, that is, is saving lives, trust me. Mm-hmm. But yes, rather, is, than yeah. being, rather than being in the case of IndyCar, um, propelled by intestinal, inter, internal combustion engine, or a hybrid engine, as is the case in Formula One, uh, it's an all-electric, uh, you know, basically the future of the automobile is uh, is is reflected in Formula E racing, Alan? Now, question: um, Where do they find their drivers? Well, you know something that's an interesting. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because, in case I was asked, um, I'm not. You know, first of all, the world is changing. Automobile racing is changing. I'm sure that people that we've all heard of. Is, are soon going to be racing in Formula E. But right at the moment, the, the drivers themselves are really a, a bunch of unknowns. Having said that, however, all the major car manufacturers in Europe, and when I say that, Audi, Mercedes, Jaguar, Nissan, BMW, they're all heavy into this. And as the, the series becomes more... Uh, pe- people become more familiar with the series. Mm-hmm. The series gets uh, uh, followed by media. Then I'm sure that they're going to start putting recognizable drivers into the cars. Well, traditionally, motor racing happened because the manufacturers mm-hmm. wanted a, a, a cheap and good way of advertising their product. You know, well, as they used to say, Alan, uh, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Well, exactly, and and that might be coming back because uh, right now. Uh, yes, of course, you know, they're, they're all heavily involved in Formula One and probably will be for a length of time. But there's no doubt about the fact that as the, the world changes and we, you know, 10, 15 years from now, we're all going to be driving all electric uh, vehicles. Uh, racing is going to reflect that. Well, question, in, in, you know, back in the day, I guess a few years back, there was the Indy Racing League, and, and, and there was a lot of friction between the two different leagues. Um, do we see anything now in terms of any cooperation or friction between Formula E and Formula One? Do, do their head guys talk? 
Well, yeah, they they you know because they are basically in the same business. They're just transitioning, and um, you know, no, there's there's right at the moment there's room for everything. And in fact, Alan, mm-hmm. today even as we speak, although there's a time difference, uh, but Formula E is running a race on the streets of Monaco and the streets of Monte Monte Carlo, which of course is the most famous. Formula One race in the world. Exactly. Is the, the Grand Prix of Monaco. So for um, the first if, time, after the Formula E race ends today, there will be able to be a, a direct comparison. Who's faster? Uh, who's, you know, I'm going to tell you, let's be honest here. You know, a Formula One race powered by an internal combustion engine uh, goes for X number of laps, and there's an anticipation that unless there's a mechanical problem or an accident, everybody's going to make it to the to the finish. A Formula E race, a Formula Electric race, mm-hmm. is a timed race. It's 45 minutes plus one lap, and that's because the motors don't have the juice to go any further than that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, a couple of meets ago. Uh, and they had a bit of a disaster because just the way it played out, the leader uh, crossed the start-finish line uh, a, a, a lap later than he was supposed to, and everybody else had to try to make it that last lap, and there was 14 cars in the race, and nine of them conked out before they got to the finish. So okay. there's still some work to do on that series, just as there's some work to do on electric uh, cars and electric trucks, but it's coming. All right, quickly, we had a bail, but Dave, you had a quick question? No, I was just going to say that it's coming to Vancouver. Absolutely. Next July, they're going to have a first, uh, the Formula E race, the first in Canada since, unfortunately, that debacle in Montreal of a couple of years ago when the mayor of the day, Denny Couture, uh, overspent wildly and uh, left uh, the city of Montreal in such a hole. All right, speaking of getting out, we got to go. Thank you again, Norris. After the break, we're going to be taking some <laughs> listener emails from Mr. Dave. He's going to see if he can stump the chump. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. You know, it's beautiful outside. We got sun out, and the temperature's not too bad. And this is generally the time of year when people start bringing out their favorite summer cars, you know, them hot rides that they've got. Mm-hmm. And if you've got one, Dave, you've got a few for sure. Um, and if you're looking for, uh, you know, they say, why would you want to pay for a year when you only take the thing out maybe 10 times? Check with Haggerty because they've got some great insurance coverage. Haggerty.ca forward slash DCG. they got a promotion, and you can save some money. And I want to thank, too, as well, Norris, for joining in because, uh, you know, he's got so much to say, eh, Dave? Yeah, it's an interesting guy, and there's a lot of topic there. So, you know, you need more time for Norris actually to talk. I wanted to talk about what's happening in the car business, and I wanted to bring people up to date. Mm -hmm. First off, uh, because of the pandemic and because we're an $0.85, an $0.80 dollar, I wish it was $0.85, Mm -hmm. $0.80 dollar, 
Americans, the car dealers and American um, used car dealers are buying up all our used cars. They're shipping them down to the States because they have an advantage in the fact that one of our cars are cheaper. And secondly, because of the dollar difference. So the effect is that Canadian dealers don't have stock as far as used cars are concerned. And because of the chip fiasco, they don't have stock on new cars. So the fact that your car has gone up in value is is just unbelievable. I went and I uh, I checked my caddy out, and uh, it hasn't dropped in value now in six months. It's actually gone up in value as a used car. So the used car business is in a real turmoil right now. And if you're coming off lease, or if you're um, you know, your car is finishing uh, its lifespan. It may be something you can't replace because there is no stock. Well, quick question for you. Maybe you know. L- let's say my lease is just about up, okay? Mm. Um, and I've looked around, but I can't seem to find the car that I want to get. What if I can, I... can I hold on to my lease car, and what do I have to do? Yeah, you can actually... Most lease companies will, as long as you've been a good boy... Mm-hmm. Uh, will extend the lease probably another year, mm-hmm. all right? But there are situations now where dealers are out buying out leases. They'll, they'll, they'll go to the lease company and they'll say, what's owing on the vehicle, and we want to buy it out. Oh, I got and one of those go, calls. I got one of those calls myself, as a matter of fact. Is that right? Yeah, yeah they said, uh, and, and it's so enticing, eh? I mean, they call you up mm-hmm. and said, listen, you got six months or eight months left of your lease, but if you want to bring your car in now, I'll put you into a brand-new car, and all you do is carry on the same payments. So yes. uh, people get people do that. A lot of them do, um, especially when they don't look at a, a car. A car is the worst investment in the world. It really is. As soon as you buy it, you're losing 30% as you drive off the, tr- the driveway. And uh, it just depreciates as, it's, as you're using it because it's a machine. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is if you've got a chance to get out of your lease and into a new car, if they've got the car that you want, that's the secondary problem is people are going in with an idea of, of buying a certain model and a certain product, mm. and they can't get it because there's just no stock. There's just nothing available. Dealerships are down to 30 days supply, and that's that's bad. All right, And that also means you can't get a deal because if you don't want to buy it, the next guy's going to step up and he's going to pay the money. You know, I noticed that this morning, as a matter of fact, you know, coming down the parkway and then around the Gardener and down at those huge parking lots that they had down by the lake used to be parked, used to be stacked with, with, with mm-hmm. new cars sitting there. I, I didn't see one. I wondered, where did they all go? Did they just move them? But, but no, you're telling me that they're, they're not there because the manufacturers don't have them. They can't make them. That's right. And and now with this this chip problem, uh, they can't produce cars or they'll produce half a car. They'll produce the car, but they won't put in the parts that are, are missing. And these things will sit around until they can get the parts. GM actually went ahead and said, you know what, we're going to take some of the options off our trucks and we're going to deliver the trucks with a uh, less of an option like a mileage computer because mm-hmm. they can't get the chips for it, but still deliver the truck. And this will be the option they'll add on later. Oh, so basically they're they're going to have analog style gauges rather than digital. No, no, they'll be digital. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, some of the uh, of the options that come with this vehicle won't be installed till later in its lifetime. Well, that that must be tough because I mean, from the get go, these cars weren't engineered to do that, right? No, they that's weren't. right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's, you can all of a sudden change the whole computer in the vehicle uh, to accept the options that you couldn't put on at the time. Um, that really must cut into their profit profit line as well, eh? 
Yeah, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're missing so many vehicles, months worth of production. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is here is the result of all this is that fact that your car has gone up in value. It's one of the rare times since the war. I mean, this happened during the Second World War when they stopped producing cars completely and went into military manufacturing. But this is the first time since the war that used car prices have gone up 15 and 20 and 25 percent, where in fact they should have actually dropped. Wow. So what you mean, how much you figure I can get for my old Honda? You probably get all your money back. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> that would be the great. The reality, and probably make a few bucks. I mean, there's. I had an email the other day from somebody that wanted to buy a $2,000 car, and I actually wrote back, there is no such thing. All right. After the break, we're going to be talking to Mark Silverman, and he's going to talk about how these semiconductor chips are actually affecting the repair business as well. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Alan Gelman. With me is Dave Redinger at home uh-huh. at his home studio, which I think is right beside the fire station. It seems like clockwork, Dave. We get it's a siren every Saturday morning. Better still, it's next to the kitchen. Is that how your <laughs> wife calls you in for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> get your butt in here. It's going to get cold. All right, speaking of happy people, we've got Mark Silverman on the phone with us. Ah, service, Mark here. What the hell do you want? Mark, how are you? Good morning. How are you, boys? Very good. So tell us. Um, I understand there's lots of dip, lots of dip left, but there's no chips. What's going on? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, it's the same as any part. It's a, it's a global problem, obviously. Uh, I don't think uh, this is affecting everything as bad as everybody thinks it is. And uh, everything that we own has a, has a semiconductor. So, I mean, it's not just the auto industry for sure. Uh, we are affected, but um, I have to say that uh, Ford has done an amazing job at being able to uh, sustain uh, production and being able to uh, come forward with a lot of parts that uh, we were expecting to be delayed. So it's a matter of how you work through it, and uh, it's coming. Now, Mark, are the computer chips that are missing, are, are they out of, like, integral parts of the vehicle or are we talking about everything no well any electronics a semiconductor yeah is is, is, an, is a, an item that just moves electricity voltage and it, it's able to you know conduct in certain areas and no conduction in other areas so it's in every electronics that we have it's not right, just right, right 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 but, but if buddy's radio is not working he can still drive his car sure 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 and you know it's not affecting in our industry it's not affecting uh the current operation of vehicles, it's, uh, it, it could have a slight impact on levels of production for everybody, but uh, very slight. And like I say, uh, an amazing job. I was, Go ahead, Mark, Dave. I was going to say that um, with all this electronics and all that stuff, you guys have to re- relearn everything, don't you? You guys have courses going on all the time. Well, we're just like, uh, even like the medical profession, we have ongoing uh, information. All the, all the technicians have uh, have ongoing schooling uh Two, three times a year, they have to sit courses. Uh, there's always new updates. We're always kept abreast of everything. And, of course, we always have the manufacturer to fall back on if we need some assistance. Do you have trouble getting uh, quality personnel? It's very hard. Very hard. Our industry is a very tough industry right now. Uh, uh, most, of the tr- most of the trades, unfortunately, are very tough to get qualified, skilled people. Uh, that's based on our world uh, preached uh, academic. They forgot about us tradespeople. So yeah, uh, 
you know, it was if you weren't an academic, you weren't going to be successful. Well, that's not true. I mean, there's 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 millions of successful tradespeople. So we're trying to get it back. You know, Mark. I was going to say that. Go ahead, uh, Dave. Go ahead, Al. Dave. Oh, I was just going to say that people don't realize that in our industry, we are still an apprentice master program. Exactly. Exactly. Do you want to describe exactly. that? Uh, sorry. Do you want to describe what that is, the apprentice master program? Uh, if, I, if I read it right, is we go through a five-year apprenticeship, and then we become uh, a licensed technician. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Five years, three sets of examinations, and then we write yeah. our ticket. Right. And, so people and an investment, an investment of anywhere north of $40,000 for tools to be able to sustain or make a living in the industry. And uh, it's not that you can't make a living in this industry any longer. It is. It's just... It's a little tougher to be a plumber or an electrician, but there are guys that are, you know, James, just like you and I and Alan, we're a car guy. We were given some injection when we were born, and we're car people. <laughs> exactly. We got, we, got, we got oil and gasoline running through our veins. Right, and me, yeah. I got blue running through my veins. I'm a Ford guy all the way. Yes, that's true. And I, I want to take my hat off to you because, you know, I had a problem with one of my customers' cars just a little while back. And Mark said, hang on, I think we're covering this under warranty. There is extended warranty. They will cover it. And this would have been a big repair. And, and hats off to you, you know. Um, I really appreciate that. And, well, you uh, know what? Go ahead. I've been with the Ford Motor Company a long time. Uh, we have a great product out there. Um, we're, we're just like anybody else. We have some some issues, but we're uh, we're going through them, and Ford has spent a lot of time and effort making it better for the consumer through this particular situation we're going through now. Uh, we're no different than anybody else. We have global part shortages, but we've managed to figure it out. So uh, not to worry. I mean, if you have an issue with your car, it doesn't mean it's going to be down for six weeks. We'll work through it, and we'll certainly get you going. Excellent. Now, what people want to make an appointment, how do they do that? Can you do it touch-free, hands-free, sort of? Yes, we have a website. It's uh, um, ysfl.ca, um, or Young Steels Ford, sorry, Young Steels Ford Lincoln.ca. You can look through there. Uh, you can call us, 905-889-7343 um, is the number to call. You can always ask for me if you need some help. I'm certainly here to help anybody out. And if you have any questions or concerns, by all means, uh, reach out to me. I'm one of the old school guys. I take the call. <laughs> you know what's it's interesting? I'm looking at what at the website, and we've got car detailing, parts ordering, Roush parts, tire sales, book an appointment, collision center, and advantage reward points. I mean, it's the greatest website I've seen in a long time. Yeah, no, it's good. And uh, you know what? We work hard at it. We are the number one dealer in the country. And uh, you don't get that overnight. You have to work for that. Mark, in a lot of cases, yeah, do. people are concerned that they think they're going to pay more at the dealership. But you guys run some pretty good specials, eh? Uh, absolutely. And I think, you know what, uh, it has been tested time and time and time again. We're extremely competitive. Um, our products, in some cases, are much better than the aftermarket products. They also carry a far better warranty than the aftermarket products. Um, however... Uh, we're no. We're, I've done comparisons, and uh, certainly with some of the major locals, uh, I'm very competitive. In fact, even less money in some cases. I had to ask you, as a matter of fact, you guys have you guys do these tire sales where I think you're giving them away. I do. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I, I give them away, and then, uh, you know, at the end of the season, we sit down for dinner, and we have one Coke and two straws because we, we were a little short. <laughs> I hope they're longer straws. You know, we've got to be careful nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I have to get special straws now. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Overall, because the industry is uh, we're running, we're running tough, but uh, certainly um, I think as far as any industry out there, I think the car business has caught on real fast and figured out how to get past this problem and keep our consumers happy with the product and the brand, and in some cases even maybe bring a few people over from the other brands. Uh, we, we've done very well. Excellent. Very good. Mark, Dave. thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it, boys. Enjoy. Stay safe. Dave, give me a call sometime. Steve, how are you? Steve's hiding. <laughs> He's, He's hiding. hiding. I'm good. So I'm good. Just listen, taking it all in, taking it all in. All righty, the number is 905-764-4138 if you want to talk to Mark. 905-764-4138. I talk to him all the time. He got us out of an issue with one of our customers, and uh, he did the same for us. So good, great guy to deal with. All right, you know, that's that's where it's important, Dave. You know, this is where people, for example, they may think that they're going to pay more at the dealership, but but the dealer, because they fix the same makes and models all the time, they can really hone in on the issue. And in a lot of well, cases, I had one, they've seen it before. I had a case. Yeah. I was going to say I had a case where um, an engine failed on a, on a car with 28,000 kilometers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was because the guy didn't change the oil properly. And uh, the oil dropped out of it. The engine went. Mark got involved. And uh, Ford did it for us at a discounted price. So we, uh, bottom line, uh, we saved a lot of money. Our clients saved a lot of money. And uh, we got to have a big problem. So, yeah, he's a great guy to work with, and he's uh, amenable. He's what? Amenable. Means uh-huh. he can haggle with him. Oh, is that what that means? Amenable. Yeah, I've always amenable. found him to sound mean, but, but generally he's a nice guy under all that gruff, you know? Decent stuff. Let's take a quick break, and let's come back with Kiss Summit. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and uh, we've been busy at work, uh, busy with snow tires, or winter tires, I should say. Dave, do you have your tires off, or are you still driving with them? Uh, I actually never do it because I drive a four-wheel drive car. I wanted to talk to you about something that was really uh, just came up over the lines, was a great uh, deal of theft of catalytic converters. Yes, Um, yes, 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 yes. I started my car up, and it started making this horrible noise. Exactly. Apparently, a catalytic converter is worth a ton of dough, yep. uh, and there's a plague of this stuff going on. Uh, according to Waterloo Regional Police, they just had 71 reported cases last week. Well, you know, we talk about uh, you know prices of everything going up. Well, those precious metals keep going up in price, too. Fascinating. Listen, we got, finally got Summit on the phone. Uh-huh. Summit, good morning. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. And I want to tell you, you have the greatest website I've ever seen. It's a fascinating website. People should go to this just for the entertainment value. It's youngsteelsfordlincoln.com. I've never seen a website like it. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So unfortunately, Samit, we talked to Mark earlier, and he was talking about you know shortages of, of computer parts. But yes. you guys still have lots of vehicles that are on the lot and ready to go. Which ones are they? We have a good selection of Explorer STs, XLTs, a decent collection of Edges and Escapes. Uh, we have a few Mustangs. Unfortunately, we are running a little low on the Ford Mustang GTs, but we have good selection of EcoBoost 2.3-liter engine. Mm-hmm. 
we have a decent collection of Bronco Sports, a few Transits, and uh, a handful of F-150s. I really hate yes. to say that, but less than less than 10 F-150s on the ground. Yes. Wow. I was going to say that there's they stopped production of the Bronco right now because of the chip problem. Yes, they've delayed it a little bit, yes. But you right, actually so mentioned the fact that, that you, you got them. Yeah. Bronco Sports we have, and uh, initial 87 orders on the main Bronco 4x4, we had only 25 orders which were uh, accepted by Ford. So we have 25 win numbers which, ex which are expected to land by September. Summit, do you find people are, are asking questions about electric cars or is still looking at buying gas-powered cars? We have a lot of requests coming in from Maki. People want to test drive them. If they like them, they want to buy them. Now, the irony is we have delivered only seven Marquis so far. Seven landed, all seven delivered. Positive feedback from all seven customers. They're loving the car. Interesting. Is it, would it, you also have what we would call a, a plug-in hybrid. Uh, yes. How are those sales doing? So Ford Escape came out with the plug-in hybrid feature. People have uh, started placing orders on the Escape. Those orders were delayed due to, again, the, the shortage in the parts. But now mm -hmm. they're back on track. Uh, there's another uh, thing that not a lot of people know about. Ford Explorer Limited Trim comes in a hybrid trim. That's getting popular now. A lot of people want to save money on that 3.3-liter hybrid engine. Oh, so if, Fascinating. If, if people were concerned about buying an Explorer, for example, because of high fuel consumption, yep. you do have the hybrid option now. Yes, of course. That's great. And how many different, uh, how many different Explorers do you have there? We have uh, Limiteds, XLTs, and STs. And platinums as well. Not, not that big collection of Platinums, but STs and hybrids, we have good collection. How about financing? Any problem there? No, no problems at all. It's all good. Uh, actually, rebates are aggressive. Okay. Rates are very low. Sounds like I was just going to say, you have an option called Copilot 360. Yep. Tell me what that is. Uh, there's a specific package called Copilot 360 Active Assist which they name it as 2.0. I, I won't call it self-driving, but it's uh, it's hands-free driving package. So what Ford is doing, Ford has a mapping of uh, major North American highways, and mm -hmm. they, they're bringing in a feature called Blue Cruise. So with the Blue Cruise, you can take your hands off the steering wheel. There's a camera inside the car that will face towards the driver and make sure that driver is attentive while the, you know, the vehicle is driving. It can drive, uh, it can park itself it can drive brake change lanes according to the map that will be uh, you know given an over the air update in september 2022 so if your vehicle is uh, you know equipped with this package it is as good as self driving so you're you're talking autonomous at this point no they're not naming it autonomous they're naming it uh, hands free driving or kind of self driving no of course so the driver still has to, to to be there with his hands on the wheel yes yeah. yes but uh, it's a great yeah. thing. I mean, I, 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 a couple of years back, I got a car with active cruise control, and that was so nice because, you know, you set it, you set it and forget it. They're like that old KTL mm -hmm. commercial. Um, yep. And you don't have to worry about slamming in front of the guy in front of you. That's a great thing to have. And actually, with this feature, they're bringing in the next level automatic parking. It can park in, park out, parallel park, all sorts of parking. The vehicle can do itself. Oh, wow. I yep. wonder, can you do and your driving test with a self-parking car? <laughs> <laughs> you know they say the next generation won't drive at all that it'll all be self-driving and there'll be no need to learn how to drive but again there's so much fun driving all these kind of cars 
It's uh, yeah. Well, they're going to miss out on that. That's the reality. As a matter of fact, right? I watched the race last week, a NASCAR race, and one of the previews was for the Mustang E, and they put a NASCAR driver into it, and uh, you know he was beside himself. He couldn't believe the power that it had, uh, and and it's just instantaneous. Summit, you've driven one of these, have you? Yes, yes, I've delivered two so far. And do you find is it that much quicker than a gas car, anyways? It's very quick. It's like instant torque. It's very quick. And how? What's the range on that vehicle? How far could I go from a full the charge? The standard range is about three twenty to three thirty-five kilometers on the full charge. The extended battery range is about four twenty to four thirty-five kilometers on full charge. Again, depending upon what features you're using while driving and what weather conditions you're driving in. Yeah, Dave, have you driven an electronic electric car? Uh, I've driven a, a Tesla, and it, it's like driving. Uh, uh, a magic carpet, actually. <laughs> so quiet. <laughs> I miss the noise. So there's another thing that I did want to talk about, which was the power takeoff, the mobile generator that's built into some of these vehicles, where you can actually have a construction site on site and take power off the vehicle. Talk about that. That's called uh, the Pro Power onboard feature. So Ford has yes. different kind of uh, features on the F-150. Let's say you're buying the hybrid engine, the, in the engine in the F-150. You have an option to build your truck with a 7.2 kilovolt inverter, you know, from the factory. That's uh, a huge power source. I, recently, I read an article in the power outage. When that power outage happened in U.S., mm-hmm. a, person, a person powered his whole house with that F-150. Really, just let it idle in the driveway and put, plug an extension cord into the house from the truck. Yeah, because 7.2 yeah. kilovolt is a lot of charge. Mm-hmm. And then again, uh, on small... Uh, uh, on, on your XLT models and Lariats, you also have the option to have two kilovolt battery. If you don't use, you know, those kind of bigger tools and stuff, and you don't need that 7.2 kilovolt battery, you can have a two kilovolt charge over there. So it's very handy. Construction guys and, can uh, run their tools on site. And the reality is, the truck can run what 80 hours on a on a tank. Yes. So you could basically run two days, maybe three days of power uh, by with the truck just sitting there idling. Yep, it's a 136-liter tank. So, Mitt, you mentioned oh. Transit before, okay? The Ford yep. Transit. Now, they're coming yep. out with an electric one for, for city deliveries and stuff, correct? All electric, yes. You're absolutely right. And uh, any idea when it's supposed to come out, and can people register or, or order one of these yet? This year, we were supposed to, you know, get uh, timelines on that vehicle, but Ford has delayed it so far. They haven't given us any actual timelines. Again, the manufacturing delays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, eventually this is going to clear up, and, and they should get back online. I, yes. I, I guess these computer chips are used in everything, from cell phones to games to... But but uh, the manufacturers have decided that they should outsource, perhaps, eh? And, and, and look elsewhere? I mean, you, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Well, as per the U.S. government, I believe these guys will try to set up some plants in North America. Mm-hmm. That would so be that they idea. don't have to rely on Far East companies. Right, right, right. Yeah. Dave? And then... Uh, there's one thing that Ford did come out and they say it in public. They said they're still manufacturing vehicles, but they're just not finishing up them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're uh, you know, assembling the truck up to an extent, parking it on the lot, and then they will finish the truck once they get the chips and ship them to the dealers. Well, again, you know, you guys are the biggest in the city, correct? Or in the province or in the whole country? That's correct. And how many different dealerships are under the one ha- one brand? It's about, we have three stores mm-hmm. in the same umbrella. 
the Young Steels Ford Lincoln and yep. uh, dot com, and uh, you, you can get in touch with you. You can order a car online. You uh, you can even arrange for a test drive. Correct? Yes, sir. Excellent, Dave. I, I was just going to say I love the website. It's Young Steels Ford Lincoln dot com, and uh, just get one there. It's just going to blow your mind of all the information that's there. Really yep. good, Summit. Thank you for taking time with us. Thank you, sir. We wish you a busy day today. Yes, sir. <laughs> and if you want to buy a Ford, this is the first place to go, and it's the last place to leave. Summit for Summit at um, Young Steels. Young Steels. Lincoln.com, 905-764-4138. Give him a call. And if Mark yes. answers the phone, he'll talk to you, too. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back right after these breaks. Wow, this is Dave's Corner Garage. This was an exciting show, and we've got just a few yeah. minutes left. Dave, you've got some, you've got some reports off the wire. Here we go. First off, I wanted to talk about that we're going to have a record year, even though of the pandemic, for car sales. They're predicting one, 18 million vehicles to be sold uh, in North America, which is a record as far as uh, the numbers are concerned. Top-selling vehicles in Canada, guess. F-150 is the top of the list. Mm -hmm. Second is the Ram pickup. Third is the GMC Sierra. And third is the fourth is the RAV4. And fifth is the Chevy Silverado. What does that tell you? No cars. Right. All <laughs> trucks. They're all trucks. Everybody's buying trucks. What the truck is going on? I can't believe it. Well, the bottom line is uh, they're so practical and they're so well finished inside. They're like a car. Uh -huh. um, seats as, as, as two rows of seats plus the little thing in the back. So the bottom line is uh, we're truck crazy and you can't get fuel economy from trucks. you got to sell cars. Well, you know, but at the same time, I mean, all through this pandemic, you know, essential workers have been working. Construction has been going mm -hmm. on. So, mm -hmm. so anybody in the trades, their vehicle is being used. It's 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 falling apart. It's getting old. So they've had to replace it. Uh, unlike you and me, whose cars are for the most part sitting in the driveway, just rusting away, yep. waiting for the my pace insurance. I love it. <laughs> waiting for the lockdown to end, so I can actually go somewhere. Um, I understand. Okay. Go ahead. I was gonna, it's best selling cars. Uh, what are okay, they? Okay, the best selling cars in Canada. I'll do the top five: mm -hmm. uh, the Honda Civic, the Toyota Corolla. The Hyundai Elantra, you know, as I said, Hyundai, that's really his name. Okay. Uh, Tesla Model 3 and Mazda 3. So there's the best five uh, top-selling cars in Canada. Did you and say if you notice, they're all Asians, except for the Tesla. Did you say the Tesla 3? You mean it's made it into the top 10 of selling vehicles? Yep. yep. Last, last quarter, they sold 3,200 of these things, and they're $60,000. Wow. So, Right, so people are by stepping up and buying electric, and the reason they're buying the Tesla is because it's got a fantastic range. I think it's like 500 kilometers this thing can go on a charge, where most of its competition will do 300, 250 to 300 kilometers. You know, the Volkswagen and and the Volvo, and then all the competition that's there, uh, they don't have the range that the Tesla does. Tesla's in a different world. The other problem is that Tesla has a unique way of charging, and the other manufacturers have sort of got together and have a common charging port. Tesla is unique, and uh, so there's there's probably something out there for somebody to make a converter. Well, I, you know what? But I have seen. I I, I told a story a couple of months back. I ran into somebody at uh, Home Depot, 
and I saw that they had a Tesla, and, and it had New Jersey license plates on it. So I specifically mm-hmm. went up to the guy, and I said, how did you get here? <laughs> and yeah, he, yeah. he said, no, no, no. It's just, all you do is you plan your route on your screen, on your navigation, and it shows and uh, it shows you where the charging stations are, and it tells you as well, you know, how many kilometers it's going to take and whether you're going to be able to make it or not. So they've got it pretty easy. They do, and they'll actually tell you on the site how many people are using the machine right now and if it's free or how many machines are free. So Tesla has really done a a fantastic job. I mean, first off, the quality of the car is good. Secondly, it's got all these unique features. And thirdly, it's got the unique charging ports. So um, it takes care of its own. And uh, apparently they service them well at the same time. I mean, I I have a, a friend that has one. And he said the couple times where he's had an issue, you know, he would call the dealership and, and they would just say, where are you going to be at what time? And they would actually come and service the vehicle at his business. Wow. It, now, the other thing people don't realize is that their cars produce data. Um, you know, people, they don't realize that they're talking to the manufacturer continually, 24-7. And now there's, uh, it's coming up a... I guess, a discussion on who owns the data that's coming out of that car. Mm -hmm. So things like how far did you go? How much do you use your car? How's the car reacting to the environment, etc.? So the manufacturers are selling this information, and you're not getting a nickel out of it. So you're going to see in the future um, probably the government stepping in and having people control the data that your car produces. Mm. Well, I, of, of course, a, a lot of people are concerned about their 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 uh, security, and and they, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the manufacturer doesn't need to know where I went at two o'clock in the morning. It's not in their business, especially when you're out with your girlfriend. All right, <laughs> we got to thank <laughs> Norris McDonald if you want to read him. Wheels.ca got some great articles. Want yep. to thank Mark Silverman and Summit Kapoor of Young yep. Steel's Lincoln. And if you want to give them a call, you can and book an appointment. Either buy a car or get one fixed. Dave. I just want to say how professional all these people are, and it's a real pleasure to enjoy yourself. Have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day to you. And uh, even if you're not a mother, happy Mother's Day. Remember, there was a show, My Mother to Car. Yes, I remember that. We'll have to sing it. <laughs> we'll, sit, we'll play it for you next week. Thanks again, Keep everybody. Keep the shiny side up. The greasy Bye-bye, side everybody. down. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.